Oh my stars, I am so thrilled you're here. I am Kai Graham and welcome to my podcast, Parent Toolbox, which is specifically designed to equip parents with the tools for navigating adolescence. I've been in the trenches of parenting and now I'm on a mission to help parents support their teenagers so that together we can build a mentally healthier and happier generation of young people. Each week you will receive learnings and takeaways that will help you tackle the challenges and the oh shit moments that are often associated with parenting tweens and teens. I have your back and I'm glad you're here. Welcome to another edition in the Parent Toolbox podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And this is episode three in the coronavirus series. I never thought I'd say that. But episode three is all about how to support an elderly relative. Um, This is very, very close to my heart. I'm in the UK and I live in Northern Ireland. And my darling mum, who is the ripe old age of 80, lives in mainland um, UK. And I am unable to get to see her um, apart from online. So I have had, I am part of the sandwich generation, which many of you may be as well, where we have that sort of pressure of being, hence the name, sandwiched in between looking after kids and caring for elderly relatives. And the coronavirus has really, for me, created, um, you know, magnified the sort of situation that we're in. My mum, who is a very active 80-year-old, has now been confined to barracks like the rest of us. And it is, um, I, I would say, a concern of mine that she's going to be okay. And, and maybe some of you guys are in the same boat. I think many of us are might be fortunate enough to be able to do the shopping and then wave at the garden gate and, and um, you know, sort of look after our relatives from afar. But also the way that uh, society has sort of developed over the years, many of us for various reasons have had to leave the county or the village that we were in and move further afield. And so we are unable to visit our our elderly relatives. And um, I'm hoping that this episode will be able to give you some practical advice. We're now, you know, there are a couple of weeks into self-isolation and I'm hoping that um, you, like me, it's still a learning curve. I get that. But you're, you're sort of in your flow a little bit more. But we're still needing to make sure that um, our elderly relatives are being catered for and being looked after because, as we're all hearing through the news, they are very vulnerable and thanks to this wretched virus. And I think also that the, they're, they're the ones, and along with other people with underlying health issues, who have been told, you might be in isolation, self-isolation for a good three months, which is, is a struggle. And so it's how we sort of adapt to that and how we sort of get on with it. Um, I, I, at time of going to press, I'm very happy to say that Amazon is still doing deliveries. 
uh, one hopes that that is f- f- very selfishly. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm hope that is going to be regarded as an essential because I am all able to order stuff for my mum um, and get it sent straight to her door. Anything from rollers because she can no longer go, can't go to the hairdresser any longer, to how to take your nail, you know, your je- shellac nails off, to um, sort of slightly more practical things like you know she needed sort of um, a, a different screwdriver and she you know sort of things like that. So and and notepads because she needs to sort of um, have sort of phone numbers close to hand. So it's it's. Being able to, and, and we do sort of joke about sort of technology, but aren't we fortunate enough to be able to adapt quickly and to get things sent to our, our sort of, you know, in my case, my mum's door? Um, the one thing that uh, uh, really has concerned me is it, before all this coronavirus kicked off, uh, I was basically communicating to my mum through answer phone because she was always out and about and she was always sort of meeting her friends. And that for all of us has stopped, but notably so for for those elderly relatives who are able who were able to get out and who might be sort of may, may be living on their own. Um, it's hard and it's it's helping them to maintain the right mindset to keep them going through all that. But I think in fairness, loneliness ha- has always been a threat to the elderly. And it's it's important for us to assure them, but also to set some mechanics in place so that they are able to keep occupied and keep busy and not dwell too much on on being so alone. Um, now I know, now my mum's sort of, you know, sort of at home, I know that I can, um, I can contact her whenever I like, which is now a luxury for me. So I would phone her about two or three times a day. Needless to say, half the time it's the, the, the phone line's engaged because she's nattering to other people, which is fantastic. And so she has a list by her phone sort of saying, I phone so-and-so and they phone me. So she's able to get through um, and, and speak to lots of her friends and family. But I think the point is, is that we need to make sure that our, our relatives are able to, yes, fend for themselves, but also to be able to be content um, over the next few months. Now, some of them might be fortunate to have um, gardens or mobile enough to get, you know, to walk to the post box or whatever. So um, that is is a great way of breaking up the day. But I think it's also important to make sure that they've got stuff to keep their mind active. And I would say get a, a sort of a lot of reading material for them if that's a, something that floats their boat. Um, I know many of my elderly relatives have now asked for, and this is at places where the papers are still delivered if they're fortunate to have to have that, but to have two papers delivered rather than just one, and maybe ask the news agent to um, throw in a magazine or to you know sort of once a week or something like that. But it's making sure that they've got stuff that they can read. And indeed, you know, Amazon and, and you know, I've sort of sent, we've sent books to mum, so she's able to, um, to read that. But 
it's we need to sort of remember that it's not just reading. It's not just giving them a pile of books and telling them to get on with it. Maybe people, you know, maybe your relative doesn't like reading. So perhaps uh, Audible at the minute are offering two for one offers. Um, Audible are also offering, you know, sort of story time for kids. Let's just sort of throw that in. So many people are stepping up and helping out here. But it's maybe get your uh, mum's just recently had um, Alexa so she can sort of get into podcasts and listen to the the radio and sort of things like that so it's just trying to work out what is what what sort of really interests your relatives some they might want to maybe get a tapestry out or maybe they want to do sudoku or maybe it's just trying to it, as as i sort of said in in um, episode two it's all about sort of where we were talking about how to keep your kids active this is exactly the same it's just a sort of you know slightly different brain that we're dealing with so it's trying to keep them as active mentally and physically as possible whether or not they are technically savvy uh, that they can maybe go online and do youtube videos maybe joe wicks is a bit much but i know i know that um yoga with adrian does just yoga and stretching for elderly so it's just trying to think out the box and trying to sort of work out what really suits um your relative maybe they like jigsaw puzzles or online bridge or Perhaps they want to try something new. Maybe they want to learn a language. Maybe they want to do watercolors. It's just trying to think outside the box and find something that interests them and what what they really want to do. I I touched I touched on um, technology. My mum is appalling at technology, and I I tried very hard to get her. I think I bit off more than I could chew to try and get her on Zoom and Skype. It really did test the patience of a saint. So my young, um, my young cousin decided, he said, don't worry, I shall take over. And uh, his response as he came back after about half an hour was said, that was mission impossible. He said, I failed miserably. And uh, when asked how, how did he cope with, with, with granny, he just went, that was spectacular. But... But we persevered because the thing is, is that it's it's all very well. Our, our, my mum's age group loves the phone, which is fantastic because they're able to keep in touch. But I knew the importance of getting her online to a video call. We had a, a family pub quiz the other day on Friday night. And um, I just knew how much she would enjoy not really getting involved in the quiz, that's immaterial, but to see everyone. So we did persevere. And it was my darling daughter who has the patience of a saint. And um, she got granny online. And I cannot tell you, and this was after me trying for a week, I cannot tell you the reward of mum seeing her face when she suddenly saw the rest of her family online in little squares on a video call. And it just, it, it, it is, if you please, if you, if nothing else, and I know we, most of us were giving up and, um, you know, it, was, it really does try patience when, when elderly relatives don't quite understand technology. And what we have to remember is that this, I mean, what the, the 
I am flabbergasted by how technology has moved on since I, you know, since uh, since I was younger. So imagine what it's like for people in my mum's generation. It's just, it, it, I mean, she can't even comprehend it. To to where she used to sort of, you know, when she was at school, the only form of communication really was letter, and now she was able to see all her family in different parts of the country all at the same time. Um, it was, it was really, it was so wonderful. So we're having another one. We're, you know, we're planning another one. But I do implore you, if you can, maybe get a sort of a, a, a very, very patient grandchild to help granny or grandpa get online because it is so, so worth it. Um, so, and what, what else? Uh, well, the, the big thing I've just literally, the, uh, another big thing, which is uh, a worry for many is making sure that your relatives are totally sort of changing the subject, are well fed. I have just done, um, I managed to, I managed to get a Tesco shop for my mum. That took a long time. Um, I just don't really want her going out into sort of Tesco's unless she can help it. Having said that, so many people are stepping up and offering to help her. But I, I'm so thrilled that we were able to get her a Tesco shop because, you know, we got the the a lot of sort of provisions in and the heavy stuff. And, and you know, maybe other friends can help her with a pint of milk and stuff. But maybe if you are lucky enough to live close by, maybe just sort of create a load of um, one portion, two portion meals that can go in the freezer or, you know, just bulk, bulk cook. Or maybe they love cooking themselves. My mum loves cooking, so she needs the, the ingredients. But it's just helping them to make sure that they have the wherewithal to look after themselves and to be well fed and to, you know, not to survive on pieces of toast and some rubbish like that. Um, it, it's just making sure that they are going to be fit and healthy um, for the duration of this. Another another thing that I had I was sort of saying about um Mum's Amazon shop, she we we got her a little notebook. And so now she is able to write and and I preempted this and sort of sent a load of things to her via email and posted stuff to her as well. But how to do things, how to change the clock on the um on on the central heating. Because let's face it, the clocks have just gone back when I'm, you know, they've just changed British summertime here. Um, how to do the printer, how to do, you know, I can't even think, but just just lots of different how-tos. Because I think the thing is, is when our... Um, when anyone gets stressed, when our brain gets stressed, we sort of get all muddled and there's chaos and we lack the clarity and the focus that we need. And so if there is a, a, a little book of how-tos and, and sort of phone numbers that they might need and, you know, sort of things like that, then if they need to um, refer to something, then it's in their, it's in their little sort of reference book. And it just pr- provides that little bit of reassurance that, no, actually, they're all right. They're doing jolly well. So, you know, it, it's, it's so important um, just to make sure that they're 
okay and they're ticking over. And it's, I mean, it really is quite testing. I mean, it, you know, I sort of, I've got to the stage where I've started singing to my mother down the phone when she picks up because one day merges into the next. And, and um, you know, I was told her I was recording a podcast and she went, oh, that's nice. Had no idea what I was talking about at all. But it's just, um, you know, this is what we've been up to today. And what have you been doing? And so far, so good. But it's only week two or week three, and and you know we're, we're, it's 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 going to sort of it it is going to be a struggle in some sort of on some days, some days more than others. Um, you know, I I was feeling flat the other day and just had to get out on the yoga mat just so I just sort of pushed myself and 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 I knew that it sort of it would put me in a better frame of mind, and so that's the same. That's exactly the same uh, for for our oldies is making sure that they um, still have the mindset to jump out of bed or roll out of bed or whatever, so that they are able to enjoy each day. And because um, I saw, I, I spoke to mum yesterday and I, she said, oh, I had a lovely day. And I said, what do you do? She said, can't remember, not very much. But the th- I, did, I really didn't bother me because at least she she had the positive and she was sort of sounding very upbeat. So maybe if your family can take it in turns and I mean, I, I phone her three times a day and then, and then, um, she suddenly gets a phone call from the grandchildren, one of the grandchildren. And that is just like gold dust. So it, it's way more exciting than listening to me. So maybe get sort of the kids or people just to sort of phone up. Um, it's just trying to sort of mix it up a bit. I, I've sort of said to mum that maybe she should start writing letters again because that's what she did in the olden days. And she's got a stack of stamps, so she's going to write a letter a day. And then that's great because it gives her the um, the the motivation to walk to the post box, which thankfully isn't terribly far away, but for her to then, um, you know, just sort of send, send a letter and... and God, who doesn't like getting letters? <laughs> so it's just it's just sort of being there for them, I think, and listening. And and I, I mum sort of said to me, I'm sorry, I'm talking absolute drivel. And I said, well, that's all right, because I've got nothing else to report either. So we literally were talking drivel. But that's not the point. I think the point is maintaining that connection. And I think in, in fairness, this coronavirus has brought us closer together in that we are now communicating more because all all the while before that she was out and about and having a lovely time and um now she can't avoid my phone calls which is lovely so it's just even though if your hands i feel as though my hands are tied and there's very little i could do there's actually quite a lot we can do to support our relatives there's quite a lot to just reassure them, um, make sure they're safe, make sure there are people there to look after them. Mum says she's had so many um, sort of those uh, those cards or sort of various cards sort of circling around that um, sort of say, you know, my name's Mandy and I live at number seven and here's my number. And um, mum says it's so reassuring to know that people are, are there for her. <laughs> and it was the day that um, we everyone was going out on their doorstep at um, – eight o'clock in the evening to clap for the for the NHS. And she was out there and she was clapping away. And one of the neighbours shouted over the road, she said, oh, it's so good to see you soon. She went, oh, yes, yeah. I'm still alive. And, um, you know, it was just, it was lovely that people are looking out for one another. But I hasten to add what I did say is that there will be those people 
who are going to try and um, manipulate and and sort of um, I can't even think of the word, but but sort of you know maximise on the fact that there are elderly people out there, and thankfully Mum is surrounded by um, some very very good neighbours. But I have told her, and 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 as as many of you guys. Um, just just tell your relatives not to open doors to people that they don't know, however charming they look, because there will be sort of people that are trying to um, get on the bandwagon and, and there will be scam artists out there. Um, she's, she's already had a few on the phone. Um, I think someone was trying to do something pretending they were Amazon and, and she just knows to hang up, but she's always known that. So reassure them. Um, be patient with one another because, you know, we're all in the same boat, really. But look after um, yourselves, look after one another, because this is a trying time, but I think also it's it's an opportunity. And I think it's an opportunity to bring humankind um, back onto track of understanding what's really, really important. So this, as always, comes with much, much love. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you find this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child and we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. (laughs) Because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.